Welcome to the Growing Up Sucks podcast for teenagers who need to know they're not alone and adults who are still young at heart. Whatever your age, you never stop growing up. Here is your host, Felicity Lyons. Hi everyone and welcome to the Growing Up Sucks podcast. Hope you're having a lovely day. It's Felicity, your host. Yay! So on today's episode, I tried to record a few other episodes before this and I just, I didn't know it was possible to get podcast block, you know, like writer's block, but I sort of started getting into episodes and I've written some notes and stuff and I was like, eh, no, I don't really like that, no, I don't really like that. And there's a couple on here that I've got about 10 minutes in and I'm like, I really hate this, I don't want to do this episode. So I had to sit down and I was like, okay, what can I talk about that I want to talk about at the moment? Because I think a lot of my previous episodes, it's been because I've wanted to talk about something that I feel super passionate about in the moment. And at the moment, of course, I'm passionate about loads of things, but I need to like feel that fire before I get in front of the microphone and record it. And today, unfortunately, is not one of those days. I have just been relaxing all day and I'm super calm. And unfortunately, that is not the mood I need to be in to record a podcast. (laughs) So I've just sort of sat down and been like, okay, what can I talk about that doesn't require me to get super fired up? I was just flipping through, I've got like an idea book, in fact I've got so many notebooks lying around everywhere, I have one for writing down good things to go in songs or stories, I have another one just for general ideas, I have another one for when I want to make a movie, because obviously that's what you do, Um, I have others just for random notes, I have so many notebooks, but I was having a flip through one and I came across my bucket list, so A bucket list, if you don't know what it is, it's basically things you want to do in your life before you die, which I know know sounds a little bit morbid, but actually it's really good to have a think about these things and what you want to do. So I've not actually called mine a bucket list. Mine is actually called things I want to do before I'm 30 because I'm now 21 and I have nine years to do all these things that I have on my list. And I have quite a few and I might share a couple throughout this episode. But I guess I just wanted to do an episode on the importance of writing one of these, whatever you want to call it, a bucket list, things you want to do before you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. Either way, I think this is super important and I just felt like sharing this on this episode today because as I said, I couldn't seem to get passionate about anything else. So let's get started because I'm currently waffling on at you like I normally do. So why do you want to have one of these yourself? Quite simply, having a bucket list or a list of things you want to do before a certain age, it just gives you something to work towards rather than just grafting away at work and not really having anything. Because I got to a point where I was in a job that I really liked. I had some amazing friends, both outside work and at work. I've got a lovely family and I know I'm lucky to have all these things in my life. And if I get a bit down, I do tend to sort of give myself a kick and be like, Felicity, stop feeling sorry for yourself. You've got some really good things. You're a very fortunate person, so stop it. But the thing is, if all you do is go to work, get paid, go home, eat, sleep, repeat, life just isn't as exciting as it could be. And I had the mentality of, I need to save money, I need to save money, I need to save money. And the thing is, 
I've been saving money, but I've not actually had a reason to save money. So last year, obviously, I did get my car. I did learn to drive. That was really exciting. In fact, that was something on my list, I think. Yes, that was the very first thing I put on my list of things to do before I'm 30. So I was quite chuffed that I got to tick that off. And it was a really good feeling. And then after that, I just didn't really do that much. And life just got in the way. I got too busy, or at least I thought I got too busy. I was actually just making the excuse that I was too busy. It's something that's super easy to happen to all of us. But then once you start getting in the rhythm of waking up, eating, going to work, getting paid, going home, eating, sleeping and repeating day after day after day, your life does not feel as quite as fulfilling or exciting. So making a list of things you want to do is going to give you something to work towards or save up towards. You'd be amazed actually how much more exciting that makes life because if you've got a club that you can go to or a skill you're trying to learn or just something that you're aiming to do regardless of whether it costs money or not it just really does make life that bit more fulfilling and a bit more exciting. So the other thing is being able to tick things off a list like this, being able to decide what you want to do and tick things off, it's going to help you discover who you are as a person and be able to just be yourself. You know, we hear that term so much throughout life from our parents or grandparents or people who influence. It's just like, don't worry about it, just be yourself and you'll be great or something like that. But sometimes when you're growing up, you don't know who you are. You don't know what it is you like to do, don't like to do, what you like to wear, what you don't like to wear, what skills you want to learn, what you want to do as a career. It's something that we all have to learn. And some of us learn it quicker than others. Some of us know from a very early age. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, actually. But being able to list out some hobbies that you want to try, it will help you work out who you are because maybe you want to try some water sports or maybe you want to learn a new skill like sewing or textiles or learning to cook and just by putting yourself out there and just trying these things you'll discover if you like to do these things or not if you don't like to do them you don't have to ever do these things again well life skills like cooking you might have to do again but the majority of things if you don't like them you just won't have to do them again but if you do like them then you'll get some enjoyment out of it. And when you get enjoyment out of something, that makes life more exciting and more fulfilling. And when you do these new things, and sometimes whether on your list it's about visiting somewhere new or joining a new club or learning a new skill, you're probably going to make some new friends out of it because if you both like doing something, you have something in common, you have something to talk about, you have this common interest, and therefore... It will help you just build a relationship, whether that be friendship or, you never know, something a little bit more than friendship. And as I've said as well, having a list like this, it's going to help you live a much more fulfilling life because it's going to get you out and about and having more and more experiences. I have led quite a sheltered life up until this point, I'm not going to lie. I've been quite happy to sit at home and read a book or play video games or just go for a walk around the block. But I guess more recently, and again, this is something that comes with just building your confidence and stepping out your comfort zone, as I've discussed in previous episodes, but 
the more that you put yourself out there, the more rewards you get back, the more enjoyment you'll get back from life. And it's kind of a circle that just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And you'll just be able to just get so much more enjoyment out of life if you can do this. So I know that's a lot of waffle, but <laughs> it will kind of make sense in a minute. But they're kind of the reasons why you'd want to make a list like this. So whilst we're on the subject of bucket lists or things I want to do before I'm at certain age lists, you can understand why they call them bucket lists, can't you? Because that's a bit of a mouthful. Things I want to do before I'm a certain age list. That is really long. <laughs> so that's why they call it a bit of a bucket list, which is really cool. So how do you make a good bucket list? Well, it varies from person to person because some of us are more adventurous than others. Some of us are more sporty than others. Some of us are more homebodies than others. You know, it depends on your personality and what you like. And again, being able to decide what you want to do will help you discover the person you are. But trying a bit of everything doesn't hurt either because then you'll discover quicker what you want to do and what you don't want to do. But again, you might already know. So how can you make a good bucket list? Well, I read a book actually, and it's a fiction book. It's not a non-fiction one. Um, I was just on my lunch break, I think one day, it was a bit rainy. So I went to the garden centre around the corner from work, as you do, because I didn't fancy just going to Tesco's or the supermarket or whatever. I was like, I'm going to go somewhere different. And I went to the book section and there was a book on sale and it's called The Bucket List to Mend a Broken Heart by Anna Bell. And I absolutely love this book. I really, really love this book so much. And I don't know who's listening, but obviously, as you can probably tell from the title, it is chiclet, it is romance but that's the kind of genre that I like to read because it helps me sleep at night. I like crime thrillers, but if I read them before I go to bed, I'm not going to sleep because any little noise I hear outside, I think the killer's outside. So <laughs> yeah, I tend to go with like the really sort of cheesy romantic books. I don't know if this one is necessarily cheesy as such, but I really liked it. I've read it a couple of times. But as you can tell from the title, The Bucket List to Mend a Broken Heart, this one is about making a bucket list. And at the very end of the book, is a guide for making good bucket lists. So before I listed some of these ideas off, I just wanted to kind of say that I got my inspiration from this book. I didn't want to pretend that this is all my knowledge. So yeah, this is Annabelle's kind of work, not mine, but I'm gonna add a bit of my own spin on it as well, but I just wanted to get that out there first. So making a good bucket list. So one of the things you probably want to do is you want to be able to pick a few places that you want to visit and that's either for a day trip or for a weekend break or even a holiday. And when you're thinking of places you want to visit, it can be anywhere in the world that you want. It might be around the corner from where you live. It might be somewhere that you've driven past or ridden past on the bus or just walked by no end of times and never actually visited. So you might want to put that on your list. Maybe it's somewhere like a nature reserve. That's me talking, you can tell what I like to do. <laughs> or a place of interest, maybe it's a holiday resort, maybe it's a historical landmark. It really could be anywhere, but you probably want to try and mix a couple of local ones, not so local ones and worldwide ones in there. So on my list, Let's see, what have I got on mine? Because I actually have my list out here right in front of me. So I've got on my list that I want to visit Italy, partly because I know that 
I'm a bit of a picky eater, but I know I love Italian food, so I'll be okay there. Um, so that's one of the places I want to visit. I haven't decided where in Italy yet, you know, that is a very big place. So I've got to work that out a bit more, but I'd love to go there one day. Um, I've also got about visiting the Peak and Lake District because despite living in the UK my entire life and being 21, I have not been to the Peak District or the Lake District. And these are basically, if you don't know, really big areas of lots of natural space, lots of lovely little cottages and like country lanes and oh, I just love it, those sort of areas. Um, but I've never been, but I'm going to be able to tick one of those off very soon. So I'm really excited about that. So I've got that. I've also got to go to Disneyland on my list because I've not been to Disneyland yet either. I know that's something you probably want to do when you're a kid, but we never went, so it's still something I want to do. <laughs> and then, oh, and then that's the other thing. I've got see the Northern Lights. So it might not necessarily be an exact location, but it might be something that you want to experience or see. So again, like the Northern Lights, I guess if I went up to Scotland, I could probably see them. I haven't necessarily got to go abroad as such, but I think the further up north you go, the more likely you can see the Northern Lights. Lots of lovely, pretty lights in the sky. Um, so that would be kind of cool. So yeah, you kind of get the gist with those kind of suggestions. So maybe you want to think about those sort of places you want to visit. Maybe you've seen it in a holiday brochure. Maybe a friend has been and they've recommended it to you and you'd like to maybe try it out and see if you like it just as much. Maybe you've seen it in a TV show or a film or in a documentary and you think, you know what, I'd really like to visit that place. So that's one of the first sort of things you might want to do on your bucket list. So another thing for your bucket list is you want to be able to pick a few hobbies or new skills to learn. This will be something that you can do in your spare time that gets you out of the house and learning a new skill. And chances are, if it's a new skill or a hobby, you're likely to be able to need, you're likely to need to join a club to do that. And that will get you out meeting new people and potentially making some new friends. So one of the things, again, that I had on my list was I wanted to learn to ballroom and Latin dance. I did actually do this when I was extremely young. So when I was about five or six, I went to ballroom and Latin classes. So I have mentioned it on the podcast before, but if you don't know what that is, think Strictly Come Dancing or Dancing with the Stars. And that's basically what ballroom and Latin dancing is. They make it look so, so easy, by the way. But I've been doing it since the start of this year. So most Saturdays since January so yeah I've been to a lot of classes um, unfortunately they have broken up for summer now so I'm like no what am I going to do with my Saturdays until September but <laughs> um, I'll work out something yeah that's been something fun and it's only an hour of time as well the class is only an hour long so it's not like it's taking a massive chunk of time out of my day but things like that so maybe you want to try some water sports maybe you want to learn an instrument maybe you want to learn to ice skate or roller skate maybe you want to learn photography or animation something a bit more digital it doesn't have to be something physical that you want to do it could be something like a new skill it could be learning to sew learning to cook doing normal sports like maybe you want to join a local football club or netball or basketball or badminton there's so many things that you could do and when you start sitting down and thinking about it, you can list them all out. If you're not sure if they're in your area, of course, 
you can Google it, go on Facebook, go on YouTube, search for your local area. There's bound to be some videos or trailers or events that you can probably attend. And the thing is, with most clubs, they're probably not going to charge that much. So with the dance class I go to, it's £7.50 a week. I think for an hour, that's pretty good. Because there was another one that, as I've mentioned before, I'm single. Um, with ballroom and Latin dancing, you have to have a partner. Um, but luckily, the one I found, you don't have to have a partner to bring with you because they allow single people to come because, you know, single people should be able to dance, right? You know, you shouldn't have to be in a partnership already to learn how to dance can be kind of hard to drag someone along who doesn't want to dance as well. So I was so happy when I found out I didn't need a partner to go this one. But I know there were some others that were private tuition that you either had to have a partner or I think there was one, another one that was reasonably local to me, but it was £25 for half an hour. I'm like, no way! So again, with a lot of these things that are on your bucket list, you want to be able to search around and find some that are in your price range and things that you think you can do and want to do do your research about these things as well. So what else to make a good bucket list? So you also want to pick something that you can challenge yourself with. So for instance, maybe you want to run a marathon. Now I know personally that I wouldn't want to do that. Um, I do enjoy running, but 5K is about enough for me, but I might at some point add running a 10K event to my list. That would be a pretty cool achievement to tick off. I might try for a half marathon, but I don't think I could ever do a full marathon. That's not a confidence thing. I just think I just could not do that to my body. I could not do the training. I'd like to be fit and healthy, but not that fit and healthy. <laughs> so I think that's something that I probably will never do. But again, that's the important thing I mentioned right at the beginning of the episode about learning to work out what you'd like to do, not necessarily what society thinks you should try and do or try and tick off. But it's really fun to be able to explore all these different options about what you can do. So I haven't really got many other examples of things you could challenge yourself with, although they haven't got to necessarily be really big things like the marathon. I guess it could be something as simple as being able to push yourself out of your comfort zone and do something by challenging yourself that way. So maybe you like playing an instrument, but you've never really performed in front of anyone before. So may maybe you challenge yourself to go to an open mic night and perform that could sort of be a challenge or you could have a different sort of challenge where you set yourself a target or a number that you want to achieve. Maybe you want to read or listen to a certain amount of books in a year. Maybe you want to, maybe if you're in business, you'd set a goal of, I want to be able to earn this amount of money by this date, something like that. It would be an achievable goal. Um, I guess that could go on your bucket list, but obviously you don't want to get too much into the work side of things for your bucket list. Of course, I guess you could actually have separate lists. Maybe you want a bucket list for your professional life, a bucket list for your social life, a buckle, a buckle list, a bucket list for your hobby life, if that's such a thing. Maybe you want to do something like that, so you kind of separate them and then you've got goals to work towards in each area of your life, not just one. I might actually do that. That's a good idea. I might do that myself. Uh, what else do we want to say? Oh, and so you want to be able to pick some life experiences. So I'm just trying to think of some examples. I'm just having a look on my list. So these might be once in a life experiences or 
a few times in a life experiences. So on mine, I've got things like watch the sunset, watch the sunrise. They're quite life experiences. Maybe it could be going to see a film premiere or going to your favourite artist's concert. I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> I've never been able to, unfortunately, go to one of her concerts, but that's definitely on my list to do before I'm 30. Hopefully I will get tickets at some point. I would love to be able to go and see her because she's just my idol. I'm surprised I haven't done an episode just on Taylor Swift, but I feel like I'd have to tie it into the whole growing up theme. So until I work out how I'm going to do that, I probably can't do an episode, but watch your space. I'm sure I will do one at some point. Maybe you want to break a world record. That would be kind of cool. Being able to have the certificate on your wall and be like, I did that. I broke a record, that's what I did. That would be cool to have bragging rights about that. I might add that to my list actually, that would be cool. I don't know what I'd do a world record on though. You'd have to like think really hard what you could do, what you could challenge yourself with. So the final thing on that is of course, you can write all this stuff down and it's written on a nice notepad and really nice writing, but it's not going to change your life if it just stays on the notepad and you don't actually go out and do it. So you've got to be proactive about these things. And again, it's just getting past that confidence barrier, but I know you can do it. And the thing is you have to not overthink these things. And this is coming for someone who is a major overthinker. And I've been having to challenge myself previously about getting past this barrier of, oh, what if this happens? What, does, what if this goes wrong? What if I get lost? Just take a breath and think, you know what? I'm just gonna go and do it. I'm a completely capable person, I can go and do this. And if I'm a little bit scared to do it myself, I'll try and see if one of my friends wants to come and do it with me. If you can't get anyone to do it with you, then again, that can put you on a bit of a setback. But I've done that before where I've been asking people again and again and again, can we go and do this thing? Can we do and do this thing? And they've either said, yeah, yeah, when I'm free or they've not wanted to do it. And you can't force someone to come and do this stuff, okay? if they don't want to do it, you know, I was trying for ages to try and get some people to go to the dance class with me. Um, admittedly, I didn't know it existed straight away. So I was just like, oh, I'd like to do this some point. Maybe you'd like to do it with me. And people were like, eh, no thanks. And that's totally cool. Some people just don't want to do these things. But again, if you can find like a club or something to start with where you can meet more people, you might make some new friends out of that and then you might be able to do other stuff that they're interested in, then you find that you're also interested in, and so begins a long-lasting friendship. But as I said, you just have to be able to have the confidence to go out and do it and not overthink it. And as I said, I'm someone who is overcoming that every time I do something new. I worry so much about what could happen, but I've been getting a lot better at it, um, especially in the past year, I think. I've been really trying hard to push any worries I have back and be like, no, I have to do this because I know in the end I will enjoy it. It's just the thought of going. Any social situation. I like it at the work Christmas party. I get really excited beforehand. And then on the day, I'm just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. And then sometimes it's a little nudge from someone else. It's like, no, you know, you're going to enjoy it. And sometimes I have to sort of give myself a metaphorical slap in the face and be like, stop being silly, you know you're going to enjoy it, it's just the thought of going, so just get past the thought of going and just go and you'll love it and I love it every time. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of all I have to say I guess about bucket lists. I hope that you guys enjoyed that and I really encourage you right now if you can from listening this to go and list off you don't even have to do a lot. Maybe just list off like five or 10 things to start with. And then you might actually find as you're listing these things down, 
that will inspire other ideas. And I hope I've inspired you to go and do this bucket list and get out a bit more and experience life a bit more. Do let me know on the social channels what you want to do in your life, what goals you'd like to achieve, where you'd like to visit, what skills you want to learn. I'm sure you'll have a really awesome time no matter what you do. Just remember, find out what you truly want to do. If you don't like it, you never have to do it again. But if you do like it, just keep going because it will just give you some more fulfillment in life and you'll really, really enjoy life after that. Thanks for listening and remember, no matter your age, you never stop growing up.